Hello, welcome to the Solita podcast, Notes on Tears and Chaos. My name is Katie, and here's the deal. I already recorded this episode a couple days ago, but I tried to listen back to it, and I just couldn't. I couldn't, I hated it. I hated it while I was recording it, not because I didn't enjoy what I was talking about, but because I think the topic was just so important to me, and I really wanted to make sure that I said everything that I needed to say and nothing got left out that I overwrote everything that I was going to say in my notes. I felt like I was just relying on my notes and it just felt so inauthentic and I knew right away that I wanted to re-record it. So that's what I'm doing and this is pretty fitting for what I wanted to talk about, which is ruminating, which is like thinking deeply about something and that's what my life has been recently. I've been very fixated in my thoughts and obviously on a particular situation that has really taken a toll on me and so I'm really just left to think and overthink and think too much, too much, too much is going on in the brain. So we're going to talk about that. So if you follow me on TikTok, Twitter, if you listened to the podcast before or if you know who I am personally, you've heard me talk about this, you're probably sick of it, but... I'm going through something along the lines of a breakup and I'm currently in the process of moving on from that situation and that includes processing my emotions about everything that happened and healing from the pain that I feel and obviously the heartbreak because getting out of a situation like this is obviously going to not be very good for my heart and the biggest one is adjusting to my life without this person in it and kind of being more on my own now which is scary but it's kind of like i am learning who i am now and that's good but it's definitely not an easy thing to do because mind you i was with this person for a year and for me that is a very very long time even if we weren't really together it's like the closest thing i have to being with someone especially for that period of time and so with that in mind plus everything that i experienced with this person in the span of that year and all the information that i learned while we were together and i learned a lot both because i sought out that information or i just ended up having to learn it along the way and it wasn't easy but because of that all of that information is now stuck with me and i'm left to just repeatedly think about everything that happened and so obviously if I'm stuck, it's not allowing me to move on, which is what I need to do in order to build a better life for myself pretty much overall, to have the space to have more people into my life and welcome new people and, you know, be able to process my emotions in a healthy way. And the thoughts that I get stuck on especially are not positive ones. They're very negative and I think there's something there about a loss of control as well. And so clearly this is an issue for me currently. I really want to move on from the situation and I know it takes time, but sometimes it feels like I'm not really moving on. I'm literally just staying stagnant and feeling all of this pain and not really being able to process it, which is what I need to do. And negative thoughts are never going to be something that is going to benefit me. Negative thoughts are never going to be something that's particularly healthy it can be normal to have negative thoughts but to 
keep having them and to keep replaying them in my head is just not going to help me out in any way, shape, or form. So before getting deeper into it, I think it's important for me to acknowledge the toxic habits and the unhealthy patterns that I have. These are all things that I have just developed over the years of my life and they have really stuck with me, unfortunately, and they are definitely things that I have to unlearn, but I think the first step is acknowledging them and becoming aware of them. So this is not the first heartbreak that I've been through. The first heartbreak I had was over something very insignificant, I would say, but at the time it meant a lot to me. And I was genuinely in so much pain after that heartbreak. It was the most painful thing that I had gone through. And I just kept thinking about the situation for so long. And I I don't think that I took the proper amount of time to heal from it. I don't think I ever did properly heal from it, even though like I eventually got over it. I never was able to do that on my own. I instead focused on a different person and all of my energy went to them. So I never was able to fully heal from what had happened to me and process what I was feeling about that. But I would just think about the situation with that person all the time. But I also noticed that even though it was super painful and there was days where I would just bust out crying, there were some days where I didn't feel the need to do that. I didn't feel like I had it in me to cry about the situation which is good you know some days you're going to feel shitty about this thing and then some days you're just not gonna care as much even if it's still replaying in your head and still like a present thing that's going on in your life if you don't have to cry about it you're not gonna do that obviously right well that didn't really seem to be the case for me because while healing is non-linear i thought of it more as hey this really shitty thing happened to me So I have to feel shitty about it. And so I think I would just force myself to feel shitty about what this guy did to me and what he made me feel. And it's not just for this one scenario. I think it's really becoming prominent in the current situation that I'm in of moving on from this other person. But I can't really do that because I'm forcing myself in a way to feel sad about everything that happened and i'm forcing myself to think about it and obviously this is not a healthy thing and it is really not going to be beneficial to me because having these negative thoughts and forcing myself to feel bad on days where i feel pretty chill about what went on it could lead to like a whole mental breakdown and for me mental breakdowns they will take so much out of me they will drain me completely and it is so easy for me to get in such a pissy ass mood where I literally get home and I just start crying and I just fall asleep or I try to fall asleep and I'll just lay in my bed sobbing for an hour or so. I don't know. It it really depends, but I will literally waste time just forcing myself to feel sad because I feel like, hey, this was really shitty and I think I need to feel something about this. On top of that, I think I'd be victimizing myself sometimes. Now, I know that i have been through shitty things are they the shittiest things ever no i know a lot of people that have gone through a lot worse than me but that doesn't mean that i also haven't had my fair share of shitty things happen to me so i i know obviously from my personal experience i'm the only one that's going through that i know how i felt about something and i know that it wasn't a good thing to happen to me but sometimes i get into this little mindset of like oh woe is me everything 
is against me like the universe is literally out to get me like sometimes i just want to be the saddest bitch with the most problems because if it's true that the universe is out to get me and i have the shittiest how do you say it the shittiest card in the stack the shittiest deal the shittiest hand if i have the shittiest hand in the game or what the fuck ever then maybe my sadness is validated in some sort of way and it gives me an excuse to not have to put the work in to heal from what i need to heal from and to learn from these mistakes i literally will just cry about it and cry about it oh my fucking life sucks but i'm not going to do anything about it because i know it sucks and it feels like no matter what i do it's just going to keep being shitty so i'm not going to do anything because the universe is literally out to get me what was literally me you know and then we have this trait of me being a very naturally pessimistic person and all that stuff i'm saying about putting in the work i recently learned that while i know that i have work to do i've realized that there are some people that just don't have to put in the same amount of work some people just have it easier and depending on so many factors it could be upbringing your relationships where you grew up and all of these other factors that some people just are lucky and they don't have trauma they don't have stuff they need to work through really and you know sometimes people just have a better deal and so some people have to put in different amounts of work i have to put a certain amount that is probably less than a different person but is more than other people and so sometimes it feels kind of unfair it's kind of like well why do they get to fall in love and be happy and be secure about love and everything why do they have like stable relationships in their life whether it be friendships family relationships why do some people get to be fucking nepo babies you know kylie jenner's children that that child was literally born on 2 2 22 and you're telling me god doesn't have favorites that's ridiculous so it does seem a little unfair sometimes but when i really take a second to look back at it from like an outside perspective and i really try to analyze what i've been doing to myself i think if someone were to magically hand me a solution to all of my problems and be like hey this is literally going to make your life so much better it's going to solve all of your problems i would still find an excuse as to why this solution would not work oh i've tried that already or i know how this situation is going to be and that's not going to work i will literally find a way as to why this will not make my life better so don't hand this solution to me because it's not going to work i know my life better than anyone else and i know what i'm dealing with woe is literally fucking me and i've received some comments being like girl you need some help and i am getting that help i am in therapy which i wanted to point out because in the last meeting what we were talking about she kept giving me solutions she kept saying you could try this and you can try that and i kept telling her like hey i hear that but i think i've already done that as i've said i've already done that and the outcome was still the same and nothing really changed and i tried and it didn't really work so and she was like okay yes i understand and yes and yes and i wanted her to kind of have like this realization like oh this girl really is putting in the work what was her you know but no my therapist ended up telling me like yeah i hear that i hear that and she was validating that i was trying and she said to me maybe the reason those 
attempts did not work is because there was something missing. There's this missing part that she made me realize maybe I really wasn't doing everything that I possibly could to fix the situations that I have and to fix what's going on up here because maybe there are some things that make me a little bit uncomfortable and I'm like yeah I'm gonna suppress that I don't think that'll work because it'll make me very uncomfortable so I'm not gonna do it and she also made me see that even if I have all the parts and I manage to do all the work and nothing changes as I said nothing within the person that I'm dealing with changes nothing in the situation changes and the outcome always stays the same something changes within me and that's why I'm putting all this work in because even if nothing changes on the outside something within me changes that allows me to heal from all of these toxic habits allows me to learn from all of these mistakes that i've been making and all of these patterns that i have and i can grow from it and i can learn how to have better relationships in the future because i know how to properly process my emotions and i know how to go about certain situations where i'm like you know what i tried and i feel a lot better about myself so anything else that has to do with anybody else that's their problem and it has nothing to do with me we're not here to try to change them or discuss them in any way about like what they might be feeling we're focusing on me and that's why i feel like for me therapy for the first time is really truly helping me because i've had three different therapists in the span of whatever time and they're okay they're all right but i don't think any of them have really connected with me and really seen me and like gave me solutions that would actually work so that seems rather positive right but i have one more one more trait that is probably a little bit more universal a little bit more relatable and that is overthinking now the point of overthinking for me is that yeah i will think too deeply on something and i will overanalyze things and all of that but i think what overthinking does for me is that it gives me this false sense of security i tend to plan out every possible scenario probably to avoid getting hurt for the most part but to avoid being stupid or feeling like i'm stupid because hey i planned out every single way the situation could go wrong you know and so if it does end up being in one of these situations, I'm prepared for it. And that's what I do with the situation that I was in. Every time I was supposed to do something in regards to him, whether it be something as simple as calling him, I would mentally prepare myself and be like, okay, these are all of the things that could go wrong or could go right. He could not respond to me or he could call me back or he could be busy or whatever. I had it all in my head just so that I could be prepared. I kept having these expectations about what this person might do to me and it always left me feeling very negative because if I did have positive expectations on top of that and they didn't work out, then I would just end up disappointing myself. But the thing with expectations is that they never actually happen. Anything that you can expect to happen most likely will not happen because life has a very funny way of surprising you. And that sounds corny as shit, but it's true. The most unexpected things will end up happening and you cannot prepare for that shit. It is so spontaneous and so unexpected and it's going to throw you for a fucking loop, bro. 
I hope that's like the right phrase, throw you for a loop. I don't know. It's going to throw you across the fucking room, smash you into the wall. And then you're left there being like, I literally couldn't see this coming. And I feel still kind of stupid that I didn't see it coming because it seems so obvious now that it happened. But you really just don't know. And the person that I was with would always say this. He would say, expect the worst, hope for the best. And the first couple times that I heard him say this, I was like, that's the shittiest thing I've ever heard. Like, I hated that. Expect the worst and hope for the best. I just felt it was so ridiculous. But honestly, that's what I was doing. I was literally always expecting the worst from him and expecting the worst from the situation. And it's not only with him, it's from everything that I ever do. I always expect the worst outcome because I'm always expecting myself to fail and I'm always expecting myself to end up disappointed because even if I do try to plan something out and I can be prepared for it and I know ahead of time that it's going to happen that doesn't take away from the fact that it may still end up hurting me and disappointing me and making me upset so really what is the point of trying to keep this guard around myself where I feel like maybe i do have some control i do have some sort of safety here but it's fake it's fake as fuck and it's really not helping me at all it's making me think i feel safe and secure but it's really just making me feel comfortable and it's keeping me from living in the present moment because i'm always worried about what might happen i can never relax and i can never relax in my situation and i can never relax in any situation i literally am living in fear at every second of every day but i really truly believe that overthinking really hindered my situation with this person because the simplest things would keep me from behaving the way that i really wanted to behave because i always felt maybe i'm being annoying or maybe he doesn't like me anymore or maybe this or maybe that and so it would really keep me from doing a lot that i feel like maybe i should have done because the first person that i was with blindsided the fuck out of me and like i said it was the worst pain because it was so unexpected and so since that happened with the first person the last person that i was with the most recent one i was always trying to be prepared for what he might do to me or for what might happen to our situation because i did not want to go through that feeling of being blindsided feeling like an idiot feeling naive like everybody was pointing fingers at me being like look at this dumb bitch and yeah i was preparing to get hurt and there's that sense of control of like you know i am all knowing and i knew this was going to happen you know but what does that really do because newsflash all of the worries that i did have throughout the past year with this person none of it actually really happened while i was with him so i guess you can say i was worried for nothing but i mean the situation itself was not secure and it did not give me the safety and security that i needed and i know that but regardless i was just never able to relax i was never able to truly believe what i was being told and what i was being shown i just always figured at some point someone was gonna stab me in the back someone was going to trick me and this was all some kind of game and i was just gonna end up a loser and stupid and hurt in the end so i can try to protect myself but i really think i'm just hindering myself from truly being able to be happy by being able to relax my thoughts and relax my worrying 
I'm always on fight or flight mode and I'm always expecting the worst. And if I expect the worst, maybe sometimes the worst actually will show up. And it's not something that I particularly was able to pinpoint exactly what happened. And maybe it ends up being shittier than anything I could have ever imagined. And this does sound like the pessimistic side of me coming out. But sometimes our thoughts have a way of sneaking into our reality. And that's something that my therapist also said is that like the brain has a way of trying to prove itself right. So if you think something negative in your brain, something's going to come out in your actions. That's going to prove you right and be like, ha, I knew it. What was me? So I really need to figure out how to chill with all of that overthinking and stuff because I do think that it ruined a lot for me. And it, it might also be the reason why I'm stuck thinking about stuff because I'm like, hey, maybe if I didn't overthink, I could have been a lot better in that situation. But I think we can just go into that um, later on in the conversation. So now that we have acknowledged some of my toxic habits and my unhealthy patterns, I want to say that I think the combination of all of these traits together at the same time has led to me ruminating which again is thinking deeply about something, being really fixated on something and thinking about it. And that's all you can seem to do. In regards to the situation that I was in, I'm left ruminating everything that happened in the past and everything that could have happened in the future and maybe even everything that would have happened differently in our present moment. And with all of these would have could have should have scenarios i'm really starting to think like what is the point what is the point of thinking back on the situation so deeply and so obsessively because i understand that i can reminisce on the good memories and of course i do that too there are so many times where i think back to good moments that we had funny moments and i catch myself smiling in the moment and i don't realize it so that can be a good thing but i think for the most part it's the negative what ifs that i'm stuck on you know what if i had acted differently and what if i had been honest with him from the start and honest with him about what i wanted and where i was at in my life and i didn't pretend to be someone that i wasn't And what if we had met at a different point in time, you know? And that one is especially something that I wanted to point out because I'm also thinking about these what ifs that could have never happened, you know? Us meeting at a different time, how would that even have happened? Meeting at a different time and meeting at a different place and maybe in different eras. And I don't know, it just, it seems so ridiculous to become so stuck on these impossible scenarios but that's what i do and it's very very unhealthy and it really is taking a toll on me and even if i'm still thinking about it and i'm like literally i'm so frustrated with myself because i'm telling myself like hey what's the point of doing all of this but i'm still doing it but truly if my situation with this person is dead and it is it is completely over there is no future for us then what is the point of me thinking about all of these what ifs Even though while we were together, I had some kind of hope lingering that maybe we were actually meant to be together at some time in our lives and maybe we would have figured out a way to work things out. But for the most part, both of us had this idea from the start that like this is going to end at some point, even if 
in the moment we didn't want it to, we knew in the future we were not going to be together. And we could hope that maybe things end up working out. Or at least I can speak from my experience. I would hope that like, oh, maybe he'll change his mind. And maybe something will happen where he realizes something different or I realize something different and we end up somehow working things out. I still had that negative side of me knowing that, hey, this is not forever. This is going to end at some point and that's going to hurt. And I think that's also what I did was that I really wanted to avoid that pain. So I stayed for a very long time because I was like, no, I can't. I can't go through that heartbreak right now. And I knew the longer I stayed in it, the more painful it was going to be. And it was. It's like I was staying with someone for as long as I could. I was holding on to them for as long as I could until I couldn't anymore. And it was out of my hands. And eventually it did get out of my hands. And yeah, it sucks. But I guess, you know, I was prepared for it a little bit because I knew at some point it was going to end. But I love to daydream. And I love to do that while we were together thinking that he was going to do something romantic and he said it himself he was not a romantic person and I again had a lot of expectations that he was not able to live up to because a lot of it was very unrealistic but that wouldn't keep me from daydreaming but it did keep me from being happy and being able to relax because I had these expectations for him that he would tell me or he knew that he just would not be able to meet and it would just end up leaving me very, very disappointed. And so I can't change what happened by fixating on what could have been. And I have an example of this where I had learned some information that I already knew for the most part, but I pretty much learned just a little bit more information about it that as somebody who is a little unstable it completely shifted my mood and I became instantly very very sad and angry and hurt and telling me this information it was not his intention to hurt me I'm sure he thought it was just gonna be a little funny haha moment but I am crazy I'm a little psychotic and unstable as I said so it did not work out that way and the negative thoughts just swarmed me and so I started crying I started crying and I was just in a different mood which he noticed obviously and I assume he felt shitty about how it ended up making me feel and he was trying to lighten up the mood but like when I get in those head spaces nothing can really lighten my mood I'm a naturally pessimistic person and I go to into these things and it just completely ruined my mood for that night but he ended up asking me like why are you sad like do you think you could have stopped it somehow and I was like maybe maybe I could have had I known this information earlier and if I could have stopped it I could have saved myself a whole lot of pain and he just had to tell me you know like you couldn't have known you couldn't have known everything that happened and that's completely true I was literally stuck thinking on something that was impossible because even if I had known that information earlier or if I had known that information during the time that that event happened where I was getting stuck on that information would have been useless for me because at that point I didn't like him 
I wasn't involved with him. I didn't know the people that were going to be involved in this whole situation. And it really wouldn't have meant anything to me. And it's also impossible. I can't go back to the past and change what happened. And something unfortunate was just that I realized so many things happened at the beginning of us being involved with each other that really affected our entire timeline our entire situation with each other and is pretty much the reason why things in the end just did not work out and that was very unfortunate and obviously I fixated on that too of like how was I able to stop everything that I did in the beginning and everything that he did in the beginning and it just would not have been able to have been possible to stop so I'm pretty much torturing myself I'm torturing myself with something that I'm just physically incapable of being able to pull off but this story serves as a reminder for me that you don't know how important a person is going to be to you when you first meet them and you don't know how a situation is going to play out when you first get into it and initially i wanted to say that when you do get into these situations where you meet new people and you're about to enter like these new chapters in your life and you know something's changing I wanted to say that it's very crucial to be authentically yourself because I think that is important. Had I been authentically myself and had I been honest with myself and what I wanted and been honest with him from the start, I could have avoided so much pain and I could have probably avoided the situation altogether. But it's difficult for me to say that that outcome would have been better for me because even though I have times where I think I wish I never met him, not because I don't care about him or because it didn't mean anything to me, but quite the opposite. I wish I never met him because I have all of this pain now and I don't want to go through this. I don't want to feel this pain and this hurt. So sometimes I wish I never met him. But on the other hand, how fortunate I am to have met him and to have had him in my life. Even if our situation wasn't ideal for me and I wasn't able to relax and I was sad most of the time. Even if we argued and we butt heads a lot and we were never really on the same page there are still so many great memories that i was able to have with this person that i love to look back on and i love to reminisce on and that's why it hurts you know because i have so many good moments and memories and such a great connection with a person that i'm not going to be able to have anymore and that's why it hurts so much so it is important to be your authentic self but Sometimes things have a way of working out the way that they are supposed to. And even if it doesn't seem like it, and I hate this fucking advice because sometimes I feel like I'm literally just being tortured by the universe. Sometimes you can really find a lesson in everything. And I hate to fucking admit it because some people don't deserve to have been lessons in my life. I feel like they are actual scums of the earth and you don't deserve to be something that gave me character development, you piece of shit. But looking at it from a positive perspective, yes, you can find a lesson in everything. And like I said before, some people don't have to learn these lessons. Some people don't have to put in the work. They just get to live life a little bit easier. But whatever, it's all for the story. It's all for the narrative. We're, I guess, experiencing main character energy because like the main character has to suffer sometimes, right? So what I think is the most important thing to take away from all of these thoughts and habits and behaviors that I've been constantly repeating in my life is that I need to start practicing how to let go. What is keeping me stuck in these negative thoughts and all of these what-ifs is that false sense of control. Because 
if I don't have this control, then I'm literally left defenseless and I have my guards down and anyone can attack me from any side, anywhere. So I need that control and having that taken away from me will literally shatter my fucking reality. It'll break my whole world and will make me feel super lost and super scared. But instead of looking at it that way, I think I can start to look at it as I am willingly giving that control up. Whatever control I do have, I'm going to give it up because I know that it's just not serving me keeping this here. And I can still have my guard up a little bit and I can still be cautious of people around me. And I don't think that's a bad thing. But letting go of, I could have done this differently and it could have turned out differently. Letting go of things that I literally just cannot change is going to relieve so much stress and worry in my life that has just been eating away at me for so long and I think it's really really time that I just need to put in that work that I am so scared to put in that I am so annoyed that I have to put in but I keep saying like I want to change I want to get better and here's my solution and I need to figure out a way of making it work and sometimes you have to forcefully let go because that's the thing with grief. Grief will hit you at the randomest times. Like I was driving to the grocery store the other day, very short drive. And I just started crying in the middle of my drive. I started crying. It'll literally just hit you. You have to push those negative thoughts out because it's very tempting to let it consume you. But I personally have wasted so much time being heartbroken because I let that grief consume me. I let it overpower me and I let it lead me to so many mental breakdowns because I want to forcefully think about all of these things and I'm literally so in love with torturing myself for some reason and sometimes I'm not even sure whether I'm letting myself process emotions by thinking of certain things or if by pushing them away I'm pushing away my emotions and I'm not processing them in a healthy way so there is that thin line that I still am not really able to understand whether something is healthy for me or not like pushing my emotions away is that what I'm doing or am I processing them or I pushing negative ones away I think I guess I have to just kind of realize like hey is thinking about this making me feel shittier because if it is maybe it's not doing me any good and you know healing is going to hurt it's going to be a shit ton of fucking pain and I know that. I guess what I have to learn is how to differentiate that type of pain of this is pain that is moving through my body and out and is no longer within me rather than pain that is literally just being held within me and it's making me feel very tense and very anxious and I'm just kind of keeping it stuck inside. And finally, and this is a big one, I... I'm starting to release myself from all of this unnecessary blame, particularly about the situation that I'm in, because I think that I have somehow been made to believe that it was all my fault. And by ruminating on what could have been different and what could have happened in the future and what I could have done differently to have had a better outcome, a better outcome, as they say, and by ruminating on what could have been, what could have happened in the future and what I should have done instead and, you know, all of these what ifs, I'm pretty much directing all of this negativity towards my own actions. And 
what I'm realizing now is that by doing that, I'm kind of breaking trust within myself by saying like, hey, your actions have failed you in the past. So you really cannot trust how you're going to act in a situation. And that's obviously not good because you need to be able to trust yourself to make decisions for your life you need to be able to assure yourself like hey i know this is the right decision for me because i know myself better than anyone and as i've said in other episodes even if i don't know who the hell i am i am able to know myself better than anyone and i need to do that by building trust within myself and when i talked to my therapist about my situation and i said you know oh, well, he told me this and I should have believed him and I did this instead and I should have done this. She was like, hang on a second. Like, do you see how you keep blaming yourself? And I was like, yeah, I, I, I see that. But I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the point. Even though I wanted to take accountability for my part in the situation and I know I didn't act like a fucking angel. I was pretty hard to deal with at times. But obsessing over... All of this blame is so useless because there doesn't even have to be blame to place on anyone. I don't have to take this blame from me and place it all on him and be like, oh, it was all his fault. It could very much be that, you know, we just didn't work out. And that's probably the the whole truth is that we just were completely different people with completely different agendas. We wanted different things and we were at different points in our lives and we just weren't meant to to work out in any way shape or form so there doesn't have to be someone to blame but for me personally in terms of the work that i'm putting in i'm going to stop blaming myself and i've started doing that i had a little bit of like a mini mental breakdown at my university the other day while i was going to class i went to the bathroom and i just started crying a little bit and staring at myself in the mirror i was like telling myself it's not your fault because i know that i did everything that i possibly could given the scenario because the scenario itself i feel like very much limited what i was able to do and i know from my perspective i did and said everything i possibly could to make the situation work and whether it worked or not and it didn't that is not my fault and i alleviate myself from feeling like something that i did was the reason that something that meant a lot to me failed so it's all a process and i can't assure you that i'm going to stop ruminating on stuff so hopefully one day i can put all of this into practice and you know little by little we're gonna take it one day at a time and that's all you can really hope for you know all right well that's the end of the episode and i very much enjoyed that a lot more than the first one i recorded and i kept seeing angel numbers that's something that i've had a lot in my life recently whereas i'm seeing angel numbers everywhere i don't know if 1212 is an angel number but i just saw that on my apple watch so that's kind of crazy we're gonna google that after the episode but it's very reassuring to see these numbers because it makes me feel like i actually am doing what i am supposed to be doing and it was something simple as like seeing angel numbers as i was about to re-record this episode telling me like hey yeah you're gonna do a much better job this time and you're actually going to be very proud of what you're putting out there so if you liked the episode and you like the podcast be sure to follow leave a little review if you'd like if you'd like to reach out to me my instagram is 
at underscore Katie Torres. The pod's Instagram is at Solita Pod. And the TikTok and Twitter is at Y2Katie. And everything will be linked in the show notes. And if you are able to relate to these negative thoughts in any way, shape, or form, I hope that at least some part of your week and life, you are able to just relax a little bit and keep your defenses down and just lead with love, lead with a little bit more wisdom and a lot less fear because that's something that I definitely need to do myself. All right. Love you. Goodbye.